Do you ever feel like no matter what you do, you can't seem to make any progress? Yeah, you're not alone. I have always been a hardworking, people-pleasing, massive overachiever. I have seven degrees and three businesses. So when I set my mind to building my very own online business, I fully expected it to be easy. But each step I took, I was met with a massive second guessing, fear, doubt. I was trying to be like everyone else and I was failing. After a year of hard work with nothing to show for it, I realized that the key to my success was me. I needed to stop trying to be like everyone else and start doing me. The only problem was after years of people pleasing, I had no idea who I was or what that looked like. The idea of being myself scared the crap out of me. So now I'm on a self-discovery mission. Please join me on this journey to deep dive into the stories, insecurities, and fears that keep us stuck so that we can learn to accept and love who we are and start making money easier and faster than ever before. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Embracing Your Weird and Making Bank podcast. Hey ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the Embracing Your Weird and Making Bank podcast. I'm so excited to have another one of our launch partners with us here today. Her name is Dana Olson, and she's incredible. I've worked with her before. She is one of the women that helped me on my journey. She is a holistic coach. She's all about balancing that family, that life, that business all together so that you create something that you actually want to get out of bed and do every single day. It's that life that you're really you pictured for yourself. She helps you achieve it. She's incredible. She's got five kids too. And so she just has so much life experience, so much business experience, and I've just really enjoyed working with her. So thank you so much for joining us, Dana. How are you today? Oh, so good. Thank you so much for having me here today. Yay. I'm so excited. I can't wait to pick your brain. It's been a while. I can't wait to hear how things are going. So before we get started and I get all crazy and excited, we do want to ask you this one question on this short little podcast. And that is, what is that turning point in your business? What did you have to accept about yourself to start seeing success? I love this question, but before I dive into it, I have to say you're already too far ahead of yourself because you are so energetic right now that (laughs) you couldn't even contain it if you wanted to. And I love your enthusiasm, not just for this topic, but for the way that you help others genuinely build the lives they want weird and all. So thank you again for just the way that you're putting this out into the world. Because um, it's those deep conversations, these questions that some people do find really weird that I think make life better, that make business better, that make things work. So Definitely. anyhow, thanks for being awesome. Thank you. Of course. So the thing that I think I would share on this is that when it comes to having a turning point, there's usually something that you have to let go of. And for me, that was control of everything. And in that, it was... <laughs> It wasn't that I wasn't delegating. It wasn't that I wasn't outsourcing. It wasn't that I wasn't being consistent. It was that when I did those things, I didn't get the result I wanted. And so not getting the result I wanted through delegating and outsourcing made me feel like I had to even have more control into things. And I became angrier and more frustrated and more antsy and feeling like the more I tried to grow, the more I tried to scale, the less I was getting what I wanted. 
And so I had to re-envision, well, <laughs> what do you really want, right? What is it that you're here for in business? What is it that you're here for as a mom? What is it here that you're here for as a leader? What do you want out of this one amazing life that we've been given? Is it to have control over everything? And the answer is no, right? It is to have joy. It is to have freedom. It is to let things flow in a good way. So if you look at, you know, the way that a river naturally flows, how it curves and it bends and it graces us with its strength and its presence. And it has seasons of gushing and seasons of, of trickling and seasons of ice and seasons of swimming. To be able to look at that and just realize that flow is what most naturally brings joy. What things do you need to eliminate from your river to let it flow? Where are you damming it up? right? Where are you clogging it? Where are you blocking it? Because the twists and the turns are inevitable. Can't change them even if you wanted it to, but where can you let things flow? And so that was for me, the biggest turning point in creating more of what I wanted was letting go of control and removing blocks to let success flow. Oh my goodness. I absolutely love this because I feel like you're speaking to my soul right now as like that type A massive overachiever. Like that is me. And what do we do in order to be successful with that kind of personality and mindset? We control everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> and the more in control we feel, the more successful we feel. So I love how you touch on that. Like that's the difference about kind of building a business for yourself. It's actually... You have to let go of control in order to gain control in a way. Yeah. Like it's a weird reverse psychology, isn't it? It really, really is. But it's like exactly what works. And it, that's what makes it weird and wonderful, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. And it's so hard, though, like letting go and not doing things. And we have this weird mentality that if I do it myself, it's better, which is... Sometimes thing, true. <laughs> right. So just sometimes true. Like that's one of those things I'm working on, the letting go and letting other people do their genius because the truth is they're better at it than I am. I'm just really picky sometimes. Or sometimes it's really just, do I really need to have this thing done? Why is this thing so important that I felt like I needed to do it and outsource it? What would it look like if I did it differently? You know, for example, um, one of the things I love to talk about is is automating your emails because for us, it's where 80% of our revenue comes and it's from a small pie. It's from 20% of that total list. But when you start outsourcing your copy so that you can automate your emails and then your copy doesn't convert, even though you've automated your emails, well, you've given control up to something that you thought would accelerate your growth, right? And so in your brain, you're like, oh no, I'm leading strong. I'm being consistent. I'm going to maximize conversions, but then it doesn't work because it's not you. So did you really need to outsource it or did you need to have a different way of writing so that when you sit down for two hours, you can be maximum efficient and automate what you needed for a week? And so sometimes it's not even about having more people under you. It's about having less work to do. <laughs> Yes. I love that. Having less work to do, but still having you, like you still are your business. Like that's the part of your business that you will never truly be able to outsource. Yes. Yes. And yes. Yeah. But it's learning. Okay. I understand that. But what does that look like and how do I want to approach it? And I get to create and determine how to best use my time. Mm -hmm. 
I love it's that. Like God gave the mission and the vision to you. So he trusts you to sort it out, right? Yes. Yes. And I absolutely love that. I feel like you touched on like another really interesting topic and, and one that's not really talked about. We have like these visions and ideas of what we need to do. And I don't know about you, but a lot of times I overcomplicate most of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's that overcomplication that makes me want to pull my hair out in frustration where if we sit back and we're like, wait, what's the simplest, easiest way I can do this? And we do that. It's like these huge aha moments like, wow, that was really that easy. Why did I complicate it? (laughs) Because in the moment, it felt exciting. And when we have this excitement rushing through us, we're like, okay, we're type A people. We're high performers. We're committed to taking action. We get an idea and we execute. But in that path of execution, now all of a sudden, instead of juggling one ball and catching it every time, you're juggling 11 balls and dropping three every time. And you're like, but they're all good ideas. And it's true, they are. But are they all good ideas for you to do right here, right now? And I think that is where high performers tend to struggle the most is knowing what they're capable of and then doing too much. And that literally damns your river right? You have too many things and you're not, you're not building a bridge anymore. You're building a dam. Exactly. And you're not doing any of them really well. Like when you can pick something, you can focus on it. You do something really, really well. Like you shine. But when you try to do 17 things at the same time, Mm -hmm. I can barely walk and chew gum at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I highly, highly doubt that because I know you and you are magnificent in so many ways. But if you think about, for example, like if you if you own an Etsy shop or you have a you do drop shipping or you sell on Amazon and the thing that you sell really, really well is a suite of, of lipsticks. Right. You are known for being the go to lipstick woman on these shops. And then you're like, you know what? Lipstick is doing so well. I think that I should also add handbags and shoes because, you know, what is a pair of shoes without a great lipstick? And then your sales don't go well anymore. And you're like, wait a minute, what just happened? I added these really awesome things, but they were supposed to all sell. And it's like, no, you were the lipstick woman. And so you didn't add the right complimentary thing. What if you had added a lip plumper? What if you had added a lip liner? What if you had added more shades of lipstick, but you stayed in your wheelhouse? And I think that becomes one of the really hard things, especially when you have we'll call it multi-passionate, right? When you're excited about many things in life and you know you have the ability to execute them well, they just don't all go together, right? They just don't all work. And so when you're imagining that and you're like, oh, what am I taking on next? And how can it work? And how can it go? It's, do I really want to be juggling cactuses? I don't. They're going to stick me. They're going to hurt. How can I choose the one soft orange that I'm always going to catch? <laughs> you know? Yes. We get ahead of ourselves. Like, yes. We want more and more and more and more. And we lose sight of the easy. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. natural to us. What feels good. We just want more. So there's there's nothing wrong with wanting more and growing. But I love how you're the visuals too. It's like but do it in a way that works for you. Do it in a way that's not going to pick you like that cactus, right? But that you can easily catch it. I love it. Yes, yes. So I'm curious, just as we're talking about it, and I love that you are just, you're making an 
epic comeback. And I have so much respect for women who have gone through the throes of life and who are like, you know what? I'm ready. I'm charging at it right now. What is the vision that you are taking forward as you're like, find your weird and make bank? I feel like everybody gets to know that today. Oh my goodness. All right. The script has been flipped. Let's go. (laughs) What is my vision? My vision is, so like you kind of said, I started this business. I was finally starting to really feel that traction. I was feeling my momentum. I was excited. And then life exploded. Is there a better word for it? (laughs) Hit hard, right? Right. It just it uh, crumpled. It um, changed drastically, <laughs> and um, I was just I didn't know what to do, and I felt so lost. I felt like I didn't know who I was. It was like this redefinition of who I was and what I wanted from life, and there was just so much loss and hurt and pain that I had to face in order to step outside again and st- like try again. And so it's been a really hard yet exciting journey into like, I don't think I ever truly discovered who I was or what I wanted from life. I was so caught up in what other people wanted for me and who I thought I needed to be that I never really even asked myself what I wanted or who I was or like had a vision for myself. And so this is really exciting for me. And and that's part of what this podcast is, is I think one of the things that that triggered this journey for me was building this business. Because as you build your business, the more comfortable you are with yourself, the easier it is. The more I'm like, you know what, this is just me, let's do it. I am doing things that I never thought was possible. And so I just, I love how they complement each other. So this podcast is really about encouraging women to be like, hey, you get to learn who you are and you get to redefine those boxes that you feel have kept you stuck and you just get to own it. And we're going to do it together. And as we do it, we're going to grow weirdly successful businesses because they go hand in hand. So I just, I love this vision and that's kind of my vision for this podcast and for my business. And yeah, so I love, I love hearing others journey. And that's, that's kind of what triggered this podcast in my own journey. I love it so much. And I love that you said, you know, the more that you know yourself, the more you know your business and vice versa, right? They totally complement each other. And so it's not even remotely weird to have a massive amount of conviction in who you are and your ability to make money. Right. And then they go hand in hand. And I feel like, again, uh, I kind of touch on this, I feel like in my intro is like, I've been a very high achieving successful woman, like everything I've really put my mind to, I've checked that box, I I have done that. And not to toot my own horn, because I I hate, I feel braggy right now. But like, it's been pretty easy. Like, I've always kind of just done it. And like, it worked. And when I started this business, that was not the case. Like, I feel like I ran into every wall. I have just like so much self-doubt. And it really comes, I feel like not knowing who I was made it harder, right? Because I was always trying to follow people. I was always trying to mimic and just copy and just repeat, right? Because I feel like so much of the success is you see someone who is successful and you just repeat that path. And yeah, you make it your own as you go, but really that blueprint's already there. And with business, it's kind of the same thing. The strategy is there, but it's really defined by you because no one's going to have your experiences. No one's going to have the life you had. No one's going to have the crazy thoughts in your in your mind. No one's going to have your skill set. And so it's so unique to you. 
Does that make sense? It does. It totally does. Which is why every woman and every business and every person listening to this can be successful because you have a unique blueprint that's already within you. Sometimes you just need the person to help you unlock it or to link the pieces together to see how to navigate it, right? It's It can feel like learning to drive a stick shift because you have the map, but you're like, but I can't drive the car to get there, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's where I think that just having those connections, having that support network, having growth mentors makes the difference sometimes because you you have it in you. And if you're doubting yourself and you're listening to this right now, this was the episode for you because you're going to hear from a lot of women who will remind you that you're here for a reason. The vision is in you for a reason. You have the uniquely weird, awesome, wonderful skill set to make things happen. But maybe you just need a little bit of learning along the way to connect the dots. I absolutely love that. And that's actually where I'm going to end this episode because I want to dive into how you do that. How do you embrace your weird? How do you accept those quirks? And again, I'd love to kind of hear how you've done that, how you've helped incredible women do that, because I know you have this big business and you've helped so many women. And so you've had to have helped them essentially find who they are, because really that's the ticket. So Thank you so much, Dana, for asking me questions and for joining us. And I can't wait to continue to pick your brain. So ladies, if you are over there and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh my gosh, like that's me. Like I am struggling right now. I just, I can't seem to put the pieces together. I want to embrace my weird. I want to find out who I am. Join us for the next episode because we're going to dive into those details and find those little quirks that make you you, help you bring them to life so that you can also find the success that you're looking for. Ladies, I hope you have a fantastic day and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked today's episode, please take a minute to rate and review the show. It would mean so much to me. Also, if you have any questions or if there's something specifically you are struggling with or if you want to reach out and talk, I would absolutely love that because you are not alone. Please reach out to me at johanna at johannabus.com and we can have a wonderful conversation because we are on this beautiful journey of self-discovery together. Remember, you only have to be 1% better today than you were yesterday for massive change to happen in your life. We can do this. We got this. Thank you again for listening to the show, and I sincerely hope you have a great day.